precious one welcome to another segment of the word of faith podcast the word of god you require every day to invigorate your spirit and to do exploit they that know where they are god the bible says they will strengthen themselves and they will do exploit the word of god today will strengthen you for exploit like never before in jesus precious name hallelujah Today we look at one more, one more of our king size error, which we are going to look at from the book of 1 Kings chapter 14 and the verse number 5. It's going to be a long scripture a bit, but do bear with me. In 1 Kings chapter 14, from, from the verse number 5, it says, And the Lord said to Ahijah, Ahijah was a prophet, Behold, the wife of Jeroboam come to ask a thing of you for her son, for he is sick. Thus and thus shall you say to her, for it shall be when she come in that she shall feign herself to be another woman. And it was so when Ahijah heard the sound of her feet as she came in at the door, that he said, Come in, you wife of Jeroboam, why feign you yourself to be another? For I am sent to you with heavy tidings. Go, tell Jeroboam, thou sayest the Lord God of Israel, for as much as I exalted you from among the people and made you prince over my people Israel, and ran the kingdom away from the house of David and gave it to you, and yet you have not been as my servant David, who kept my commandments and who followed me with all his heart, to do what, to do that only which was right in my eyes. But I've done evil above all that were before you, for you have gone and made you other gods and molten images to provoke me to anger and have cast me behind your back. Therefore, behold, I will bring evil upon the house of Jeroboam and will cut off from Jeroboam him that urinates against the wall and him that is shut up and left in Israel and will take away the remnant of the house of Jeroboam as a man takes away dung till it, it all be gone. Him that dies of Jeroboam in the city shall the dogs eat, and him that dies in the field shall the fowls of the air eat, for the Lord has spoken it. That's a powerful scripture. Today we're going to look at Jeroboam and the king size errors of Jeroboam. Now remember that Solomon reigned after David. And when Solomon's reign came to an end, the Bible says that his son Rehoboam was supposed to take over now in trying to take over Rehoboam as we looked in the previous um, um, segment what happened was that he 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 was he was a weak man a wanting power a weak man who wanted power and so the Bible says that he lost the ten tribes of Israel who refused to submit to him and who refused to make him king and as a result he was left with only Judah to be made king. And so he was king over only one tribe. Rehoboam was only a king over one tribe. At that same time, the ten tribes decided to make Jeroboam their king. Jeroboam their king. Now, let's look at something important. Uh, what happened uh, in 1 Kings chapter uh, number 12 
from the verse number 26 and it came to pass when all israel heard that jeroboam was come again now let me give you the backdrop of jeroboam now when solomon went uh, went away from god or deviated from god god by the prophet ahijah met jeroboam in the field and at that time jeroboam was one of the army commanders of of solomon and what happened was that um, he was a trusted person for solomon and it came to pass at the time when jeroboam went out of jerusalem that the prophet ahijah the shilonite found him in the way and he had clad himself with a new garment and they too were alone in the field and ahijah caught the new garment that was on him and rent it in 12 pieces and he said to Jeroboam, Take you ten pieces, for thou sayest the Lord, the God of Israel, Behold, I will rend the kingdom out of the hand of Solomon, and will give ten tribes to you. But he shall have one tribe for my servant David's sake, and for Jerusalem's sake, the city which I have chosen out of the tribes of Israel, because that they have forsaken me and have worshipped Ashtoreth, the goddess of Zidonians, Chemosh, the god of the Moabites, and Melchon, the god of the children of Ammon, and have not walked in my ways to do that which is right in my eyes and to keep my statutes and my judgments as did David his father. So this was a prophetic word that Jeroboam was going to be king over 10 tribes. And so in 1st Kings chapter 12 and the verse number 20 it says and it came to pass when all Israel heard that Jeroboam was come back because Jeroboam fled Israel. Solomon wanted to kill him because of that prophecy. So when it came to pass that all Israel heard that Jeroboam was come again, that they sent and called him to the congregation and made him king over all Israel. There was none that followed the house of David, but the tribe of Judah only. Hallelujah. So Jeroboam became king over ten tribes. Rehoboam became king just over one tribe. Now, the question we ask ourselves this morning is, uh, what did Jeroboam do wrong? What did Jeroboam do wrong? Ten tribes. You have ten tribes. That's beautiful. Now, in 1 Kings chapter 12 and the verse number 26, listen carefully. And the verse number 26, look at what Jeroboam, in the few years of his reign, this is what he began to do. And Jeroboam said in his heart, Now shall the kingdom return to the house of David. If these people go up to do sacrifices in the house of the Lord at Jerusalem, then shall the heart of these people turn again to their Lord, even to Rehoboam, king of, of Judah, and they shall kill me and go again to Rehoboam, king of Judah. Whereupon the king took counsel and made two calves of gold and said to them, It is too much for you to go up to Jerusalem. Behold, your gods, O Israel, which brought you up out of the land of Egypt. And he set the one in Bethel, and the other put he in Dan. And this thing became a sin, for the people went to worship before the one even to Dan. And he made a house of high, and he made a house of high places, and made priests of the lowest of the people, which were not of the sons of Levi. And Jeroboam ordained a feast in the eighth month, on the fifteenth day of the month, like to the feast that is in Judah. And he offered upon the altar. So did he in Bethel, sacrificing to the calves 
that he had made. And he placed in Bethel priest, the priest of the high places which he had made. So he offered upon the altar which he had made in Bethel the fifteenth day of the eighth month, even in the month which he had devised of his own heart, and ordained a feast to the children of Israel, and he offered upon the altar and burned incense. Now, this is a grievous sin, and it is a grievous sin of an insecurity of a, of, of a privileged man. When you look at Jeroboam, you are looking at the insecurity of a privileged man. This guy was a privileged man. Jeroboam was a privileged man. He was no near to becoming king. He became king only by the prophetic word of God. By the prophetic word of God, the Bible says that 10 tribes were assigned unto him. In the field, the prophet Ahijah prophesied unto him, The days come at you, you are going to be king, and king over ten tribes out of the eleven tribes of Israel. Because the twelfth tribe was the tribe of Levi that were priests. Alright, now, so because of that, he was being pursued by Solomon. He left to go to Egypt. Now, when Solomon died, he came back to come and help make Rehoboam the king and Rehoboam misbehaved the Bible says that ten tribes fell unto him now you are a, a guy that by the word of God you have become king then he began to devise in his heart insecurity these people at all cost they have to go to Jerusalem Jerusalem was was in within within the the geographical area of Rehoboam. So Rehoboam was reigning in Jerusalem, and that is where the temple was. And so when it comes to feast, and when it comes to sacrifices, and when it comes to going to the temple, the people have to travel from the one na- the, the the half nation, which is the ten tribes of Israel, to go to Judah, the only one tribe, to go and offer sacrifices. And this man became insecure that he felt in his heart that if they travel in and out, going to Judah to the other country or to the other nation, or his his half or the half nation uh, be reigned by Rehoboam, eventually they will become accustomed to the house of David, and then they will fall in love with Rehoboam, and then they will kill him, and then take the kingdom back to him. So he, he thought that he could easily lose the kingdom. That which has been given to you by prophecy, you can only lose it by prophecy. But that is what he failed to understand. He began in the spirit, but Rehoboam continued in the flesh. And that was foolish on his, on his part. That was foolish on his part. The same way that Paul said, Oh, oh you Galatians, do you begin in the spirit and then end in the flesh? Some of us, we began well in the spirit, but we are now using human ideologies and human tactics to be able to survive that which God, by his spirit, has given unto us. Should it be so? No, it shouldn't be so. But that is what Rehoboam did. Insecurity of a, of a privileged man. He had the privilege to be king. And instead of him honoring the God that has given him such a privilege, you among the nobles, you come no near. 
you were the least among the people in Israel, but God raised you because it is God who raises up the poor from the dust and the beggar from the dunghill to set them among princes and to give them thrones of glory to inherit. He made them to inherit thrones of glory. And you inherited throne of glory and now you think that you are a tactician. You are a tactician. You want to now ordain calves idols for your people to worship so that they don't go to Jerusalem to worship as a way of strengthening your kingdom Jeroboam was foolish Jeroboam was foolish many Christians have been foolish God has brought you this far and now you are trying to look for man's help to continue from there you won't go any further when men were not there for you, it was God who opened doors for you, created opportunities for you, lifted you, and now he has honored your head. Today, you think you can only continue by alliances and by, and by, and by, and by connecting to the wrong people. You abandoned the God who has brought you this far to really seek man's help and to rely on tactics and to rely on the arm of flesh it is so sad it is terribly sad and that is what happened in the days of Jeroboam the insecurity of a, of a privileged man beloved insecurity can destroy a king who is insecure will not be able to make the right decisions King Saul was insecure when David was praised that Saul has killed his thousands, but David has killed his ten thousand. The Bible says Saul became insecure, such that for a one man like David, Saul will amass three thousand army men to chase one man. He will leave a whole Israel, a whole kingdom, just to pursue one man. That is what insecurity can drive you. He abandoned his responsibility just to be able to, to pursue his security. And the Bible says eventually Saul gradually began to, to go down in his kingdom. By the time he realized he had gone down. The same happened to Mordecai. Mordecai, Esther, and Haman. Haman was very honorable, but Mordecai was not honorable. But because of insecurity, insecurity of Haman, he set out to want to do everything to force Mordecai to bow down to him. Other than that, he would destroy Mordecai and his people. He ended up destroying his own self and his entire family. Precious one, insecurity will destroy you. Insecurity in your marriage will destroy you. Some of us, we are so insecure in our marriages that our partner's progress and promotion and well-being, which God has given to our partners or our spouses in marriage so that it will affect the entire family we are so insecure that it wasn't you it should have been you hey it shouldn't be you at the end of the day you'll benefit you will benefit the insecurity of a privileged man the insecurity of a privileged man at the workplace I see so many people insecure afraid of people under them.
But you see, the position you are, if you recognize that it was God who brought you there, nothing and no one can, 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 can usurp your reign except your time is up. Except God allows it. And so then, why don't you focus on God? Who makes, who raises up the poor? Who, 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 who reigns, who rules and, and reigns in the affairs of men? He said to Nebuchadnezzar, I made you king. I rule in the affairs of men. And if you are arrogant and pride, I'll send you into the bush. You will be with animals. Then you shall know that God rules in the affairs of men. Precious one, God rules in the affairs of men. It is so important for you to recognize that. Focus on God. You will go higher and higher. Don't focus on what others. God is also doing in the lives of other people. Just as God is blessing you and putting you in places, so he's putting other people. As long as you remain loyal to the word of God, the word of God will also remain loyal to you in helping you reign wherever you find yourself. This is so important. I want to, I want to wrap up with the insecurity of, this, of the brethren of Joseph. The Bible says Joseph had a dream and he told his brethren. And the, the simple overview of the dream was the fact that the, his brethren were going to bow down to him someday. But you see, they were so insecure of what they heard from, from or what they understood from Joseph's dream. Now what happened was that little they didn't know that the dream was in relation to their own future deliverance from a severe famine that was coming. So they set out, because of insecurity, they set out to kill this guy. But you see, because Joseph relied upon God, just as if you will rely on God, it doesn't matter the schemes and the strategies and the tactics of flesh, of men. The word of God that has honored you and that has placed you in, in any position for you to reign, that same word will guard and preserve you. Wherefore, David said, A thousand will fall on your left and ten thousand on your right. Only with your eyes shall you behold the reward of the wicked. If the Lord be on our side, who can be against us? If God be for us, who can be against us? Who? There can never be anyone. I want to encourage you today that put your confidence and your trust and your security in God and the Word of God. If you will rely on the Word of God, you will go far. If you will stay true to the Word of God, the Word of God will stay true for you all the days of your life. Your testimonies will be unending and all will see and acknowledge you and call you blessed because the Lord is on your side and you are on the side of the Word of God. May God keep you. May God help you to be secured in His Word and not on material or fleshly things. As you have begun in the Spirit, may you continue in the Spirit and to end in the Spirit. Let nothing sway you from focusing on God and the Word of God all the days of your life. Be secured. You are a privileged man. When we were counting men, you were not part. But see what the Lord has done in your life. That same word will take you farther. In the name of you who died and rose again, Jesus Christ, Son of the living God. Hallelujah. Precious one, I believe you have been blessed by the word of God and your life is never the same. I trust that you will you find an opportunity today that as this word has blessed you, 
you will also share it with other people to bless them. Have you not given your life to Christ as at now? I want to encourage you today to give your life to Christ. The blessings of reigning and ruling in this life pertain to those who have committed their life to Christ. If you've not committed your life to Christ, put your hand on your chest and say this after me in your own words. Heavenly Father, today I've heard your word and I want to give my life unto you. I want to say in my heart, I want to say in my heart that Jesus died for me. And I confess with my mouth that he rose on the third day and he's seated at the right hand of God. Today, I invite Christ into my heart who has paid all my sins and my debt in this life. I confess that Christ has come to dwell in my heart by faith. I am a new creation. All things have passed away. Everything has become new. Thank you, Father, that you have made me a child of God. I am born again. Hallelujah. Precious one, you have been born again. Christ has come to dwell in your heart by faith. Find a Bible-believing church. Attach yourself to and grow thereby. And you will see the miraculous, the testimony of Jesus Christ unveiling your life in various ways. God bless you. God keep you. And have a fruitful day. Hallelujah.